Hey, hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Um, happy to give you this weekend's wrap-up. So, um, the weekend was incredible. Um, there were two big games in the NFL. Um, the two major games were the New England Patriots going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Minnesota Vikings going against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to address the, um, the NFC first. And so, in the NFC game... Um, it, it, I'm going to address it first because it was the clearest beatdown of the weekend. And, I mean, it was a horrible, ridiculously ferocious beatdown um, from the Eagles laid on the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Magic, um, I guess they just left that in Minnesota. There was nothing that Minnesota could do with this team. Nick Foles had an incredible day. Nick Foles was throwing all over the field. I mean, bomb after bomb after bomb, escaping pressure after pressure after pressure. I mean, he did so much to, to just dismantle this Minnesota um, defense and it was the number one defense that we're talking about well actually the number two defense in the Minnesota Vikings and we're looking at them um, as a team that that would present a problem that Nick Foles could not actually figure out or solve but he not only solved it he dominated the Minnesota Vikings and he did it without the use of a ton of trick plays, even though they did use some trick plays um, to make sure that, you know, they can get over this Vikings defense. What I think happened um, is that in the second half of the New Orleans Saints versus the Minnesota Vikings team, the blueprint for how to attack the Minnesota Vikings was pretty much laid out. And I believe, and I don't want to say um, um, so matter-of-factly, but I believe that they can they used that blueprint to attack this Minnesota Vikings um, defense. And they attacked them deep um they did lose their second safety during this game just like they lost him in the new orleans saints game and if you remember there was a kind of a somewhat of a turning turning point um when they lost their second um their second safety however and they also lost xavier rhodes so remember that as well xavier rhodes was kind of um out of this game for like the second half as well but after that pick, after um, Case Keenan threw the pick to Patrick Robertson, and Patrick Robertson brought it all the way back for a touchdown, making the game 14-7. At that point, that is when it looked like um, the, the Vikings kind of lost hope and, and all the joy and all the wonderfulness that came with their upset. Well, actually, yeah, I would say their upset in the, in the uh, waning seconds of that Saints game, all that joy just kind of went away. The second game was the um, New England Patriots versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And surprisingly, Jacksonville got out to an incredible start. And when I say incredible start, I am talking about the type of start that makes you think that the game is over. And so... At one point, they're leading like 20 to 7. And with that vaunted Jacksonville defense, you think that Tom Brady, even Tom Brady, can't overcome this, especially when Gronk went out at half. So right before um, halftime, Gronk goes down and he is out of the, he's out for the rest of the game. And you're thinking, how can Tom, even though he's Tom Terrific, even though he's Tom Brady, even though he's Tom the GOAT, how can he come back and win this game? And just like, the greatest do 
just like the greatest do, they find a way. Danny Amendola was phenomenal in this game. Danny Amendola um, had remarkable play in, in on special teams with a great kick return when they needed it. And he was a clutch receiver on third downs when they needed him. And especially in the red zone when they needed him. And so you talk about a phenomenal game by the New England Patriots. It, it, it was picture perfect. It was something like you look forward to from a great player and you see it all the time and so many people across the nation are despondent or they're sad they're upset because Tom Tom Brady is going back again and and what I liken it to is the Jordan days if you remember when Michael Jordan was at his peak he would go he was going to the championship all the time no matter how far down he was the only problem with America this time is that they're on the opposite side of greatness and this time it doesn't feel so good And it just doesn't. It doesn't feel that good. It used to feel like Christmas come early when Michael Jordan would overcome his foes. And, and he would be down. He would be down a couple games or he would be down points late in the um, in the second half. And you can just see Michael Jordan working his way back to a victory. And then he would just take over a game at some point and win the game. And this is what happens with Tom Brady. He's down. He's seemingly out. You guys remember the Super Bowl? They were down 28-3 to in the second half. Who comes back from that? Tom Brady does. Greatness overcomes obstacles. And that's why we, that's why some people hate Tom Brady. But for those who respect Tom Brady as the absolute goat, that is why. You respect Tom Brady as the absolute goat because Tom Brady has the ability to overcome obstacles and display his greatness on the biggest of stages. This was Tom Brady's ninth. His ninth. Say it with me, people. His ninth. AFC championship um, win. Who does that? Who does that? Tom Brady is phenomenal. He is phenomenal. And when you look at Tom Brady over the course of his career, what are the Patriots nights? So if you look at Tom Brady over the course of his career, he is remarkable. He's remarkable. He's phenomenal. They don't call him the ghost goat for nothing they don't call him the goat for nothing they call him the goat because no matter what the obstacle is he is he may overcome it and you have to believe in tom brady and now what i loved about jacksonville um and what i love about them going forward is that phenomenal defense they're young they're hungry and they have all the pieces that they need and they weren't so great um offensively where they don't have room to grow they have a ton of room for them to grow especially at the quarterback position People I look for Jacksonville to think about in the future are people like Alex Smith. Think about it. Patrick Mahomes. Some people believe that the Patrick Mahomes era in Kansas City has started. If that is the case, then what happens with Alex Smith? If I'm Alex Smith, why not stay in the AFC and why not go with a team who has every single piece in place except the quarterback position? Alex Smith could be somebody there I'm looking for in the offseason as well. Sam Bradford is another um, person who could be out there. Minnesota lost a tough one yesterday. They absolutely did. But now they have three quarterbacks, three somewhat believe starting caliber starting caliber quarterbacks um, on their roster, but they'll all be free agents in some sh- some way, shape, or form. Do they keep Teddy Bridgewater? Do they keep Case Keenan? Do they keep Sam Bradford? I believe the Sam Bradford era is done, and I believe Sam will be available on the market, but he is an injury-prone individual. I don't know if you make that investment if you're Jacksonville. Alex Smith may seem like the person who you may think of in that case. Or do they do the unthinkable 
and stay with Blake Bortles? I doubt it. There's also some school of thought that they could go. They'll be drafting later on in the draft for the first time in a long time for Jacksonville. They'll be drafting later on in the draft. And most people believe that Lamar Jackson, and pay attention to me, that Lamar Jackson, the Louisville quarterback, yes, the Heisman Trophy winner, may fall completely out of the first round. I doubt he falls completely out of the first round. If Jacksonville is right there at the end of the first round, they could go after Lamar Jackson. He fits a Along with what they want to do um, at the quarterback position, where they want to control the ball, he well he, he throws a lot, he throws interceptions, but he actually doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. He's mobile though, and he allows them um, to keep their identity. And he's a low buy at that point. He'll be a low risk in the, in the latter half of the first round. Low risk could be potentially the highest um, reward for them putting some faith in that young man. So he could be somebody who's there. Baker Mayfield is somebody who also could kind of fall. I don't believe he gets past New Orleans, though, um, to be honest with you. So he could be somebody um, who falls just in case he does get past New Orleans. So the future is bright for Jacksonville. Um, For Minnesota, the future is somewhat convoluted. You never know where they're going quarterback-wise. For teams like Philadelphia, man, if they're able to get there to the promised land without a Carson Wentz, imagine what happens when he comes back next year, already having Elshon Jeffrey under contract. The, the future is incredibly bright for all these young teams, and no, nobody knows what's going to happen in the NFC. All I know is I'm gearing up for a Super Bowl that's seemingly all Tom Brady. It seems all Tom Brady. It seems like it's a, it's a no-brainer. He's going in, and he's going to win his sixth ring. I'll tell you what, we don't know that, and I'll tell you why we don't know it. We don't know it because the last time you thought for a fact that Tom Brady would go up against an NFC East opponent and win with an undefeated season, you thought for a fact he would go in there and win that title with no, you know, with no questions. Well, guess what? That's why they play the game. We're... So like I said, that is why they play the game. That's why they're going to come together and play that ball game. And in that game... Who knows what can happen? I've doubted Philly over and over this offseason. I said over and over that Philadelphia would not get there because they don't have Carson Wentz. I said it on my show, Debate Fuel. If you listen, go to Debate Fuel. You can find Debate Fuel on SoundCloud. We, we do it every single week. So it's me, um, one very, very devout Philadelphia fan uh, in Derek Myers and um, um, DJ Jeremiah. On that show, I said over and over and over and over again, Philadelphia was not going. They were not going to get to the Super Bowl. And guess what? I was wrong. I was remarkably, incredibly loudmouthed and incorrect wrong. And Philadelphia is going to the Super Bowl. So the question is, Do I doubt him again? Do I go with the GOAT? The unquestioned champ? Do I doubt him one more time? Mm. The answer is, absolutely I'm going with the GOAT. (laughs) I'm going with the GOAT. I expect Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. I, like everybody else in America, will expect Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. Now the question is, will he do it? The answer is, we'll find out. When the game actually happens. Um, Pro Bowl is going to happen, I believe, this Saturday. So I think the Pro Bowl um, should be interesting. Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints coaching staff will be coaching the NFC. Um, And I believe, I'm not going to say Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville won't be doing it. I forgot who's coaching for the AFC. Um, But once I figure that out, I'll let you guys know. Uh, But 
It should be. A, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers. I believe the Steelers um, coaching staff will be coaching on that side. Um, so AFC versus um, NFC. It's always um, somewhat fun. It's always somewhat. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know. Hopefully, it's at least. Uh, hopefully, they play with some heart this time. Last year, I believe they played with a little bit more heart. Hopefully, they play with some heart and some interest this year. If they do, then uh, we'll see a good game. The skills challenge should be fun. You should be, get a chance to see um, some young guns, you know, um, going through the skills challenge. That should be um, pretty fun to watch. And then we'll kind of see how it all plays out. It'll be your last chance to see some of your stars. If your team didn't make it, it's the last chance to see some of your stars, um, at least representing your team this season. You never know what can happen in the offseason. This NFL, NFL offseason should should be extremely interesting because there's so many teams in the NFC that are really, really close, and they believe that they're close. Um, the cool part about um, the season is that um, there are some coaching staff that will change. There are already some changes being made. Pat Shermer uh, from the um, Minnesota Vikings will already be headed um, to another team, so he's already gone. Um, Jack Del Rio, who used to be the head coach of the Raiders, he's already headed um, to another team as well. I believe both of those guys um, may be going to the Giants. Um, so there's a, a ton of things that are already in place, already happening. And as things unfold, we're going to see, you know, a couple of different names being brought up. That Patriots staff, this will be the last time they're all together. Um, their defensive coordinator is also um, up for a head coaching job, and he may be leaving. What happens next season? Nobody knows. I'm going to really get into that next week um, as we talk about the weekend wrap-up um, because I think next season will be something that we should start um, looking forward to because it should be extremely interesting, especially in the NFC because of all the young teams um, that are kind of coming together at this critical moment. So. Like I said, man, I am incredibly, incredibly excited um, for um, the end of this season. We'll see how the Super Bowl plays out. Um, I truly believe that this is a Tom Brady-Walsh game, um, but I've doubted Philly over and over and over again. Like I said, they keep proving me wrong. They keep proving me wrong. Um, So, you know, what can I say? All I can say is, you know, good luck to them. I was so mad that they won yesterday. I was so mad. You know what I mean? I was upset. Then I went to go hang out with my wife for a little while. I came back and I was like, fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> so, so real talk, I, I really don't know uh, what to what to expect uh, from this Eagles team. They, I mean, they completely demolished those Vikings yesterday. So good luck to the Philadelphia Eagles going up against um, Tom Brady. Um, but I tell you what, shout out to Nick Foles. You doubted him. I doubted him. We all doubted him. And he said, forget what you care about, forget what you think about, and forget what you think you know. I'm going to show you guys who I really am. And he really, really showed incredible, incredible leadership yesterday um, as he led them to the Super Bowl. So, here they go. Philly, Philly is headed to the Super Bowl. I'm going up against the GOAT. And, you know, I don't know how it's going to end. With the weekend wrap-up, this is Rick Sincere. I'm out. Hey, 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 you're phenomenal, you're incredible, you're awesome, and you are wonderful, and that's why you are sitting here right now, rocking with Trackstar Sports, right here on Anchor. Thank you so much. Feel free to call in, um, feel free to join our Debate Fuel group on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Just hop in there. We are talking sports all day long, 24-7. Um, there are debates going on, that's why it's called Debate Fuel. We give you what you need to fuel your debates. We absolutely love you. We adore you. Um, This is Trackstar Sports. This is Rick Sincere signing out.